because they specialize with jokes, GD, and anti-opera-loving Hello, welcome to This Strange Life. My name's JD Strange. Today we've got a very special guest. But first of all, um, as you all know, we are Bangkok's only podcast, and we're the only contemporary podcast that use words such as hepatitis, chemist, veteran, connoisseur. Has anybody pressed the fucking record? Oh, yeah, record song. Right. We are recording. We are recording. Okay, this yeah. is the strange okay. life. Your minds, your minds are in the fucking gutter, kids. I'd just like to say right now. I mean, I was expecting, I was expecting to talk about the higher level things like the soul, the, God, the uh, the Please grace of written. God, um, the uh, the sanctuary of the church, <laughs> shit like that. But whatever. Uh, John, you're on this this strange life. We stay far away from that shit, and we make jokes about anything and everything. We do have a list, no, we have a list of questions. I think Mickey has the yeah. first question. Well, well, okay. Let, let's well, let's before you have a fucking question, if you're really in the goddamn gutter, let me tell a joke, yeah. may I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's hear a joke. <laughs> okay. Now, on. this is Farmer from Kansas. He's never had uh, sex before. Uh, you know, middle-aged man, never married, working too goddamn hard. Goes to Kansas City and... And he hires a fucking prostitute. She says, well, what do you want to do? He goes, well, I don't know. I mean, ma'am, ma'am, I, I never fucking had sex before. She goes, well, I mean, uh, there's all kinds. How about 69? And he goes, well, ma'am, I, I think that's, I think that's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, so they get in <laughs> position and then, and the woman farts. And he goes, whoa, well, that's terrible. And he gets back to it. She farts again and uh, back to it. She farts one more time and says, ma'am, no, no offense, ma'am, but I just don't think I can take 66 more of these. (laughs) 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 Well, the big surprise there, John, was that he could count being from Kansas. (laughs) Well, listen, hang on. Farmers can fucking count, man. They got acres, they got plots, and they got crops. They can fucking count, but that's all. Uh, (laughs) That's all they're good for. (laughs) Right, John. Co- right. right. So we what we thought the uh, maybe a good way to start the show would be to ask <laughs> what what is the weirdest, most fucked up thing you've ever heard about yourself, true or not? You've ever read about yourself? <laughs> there must be a few. <laughs> <laughs> we caught him off guard. Look at that. He's, he's yeah, yeah. Fuck. Guard. Did you ever? Did you fucking ever? Well, we've got I'm not sure I've heard. I'm not sure that. I've ever heard. I'm not sure I've ever heard anything about myself which wasn't true. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck. I mean, it's, Jesus. I mean, keep in mind, you're talking to the man who uh, was accused of murder, yeah. rape, assassination of a fucking uh, president of a company of a country. Yeah. Uh, just got out of goddamn jail in the Dominican Republic uh, for bringing two or three too many guns into the goddamn country. <laughs> uh, I'm married. I'm married to uh, an ex-prostitute who spent 10 years on the goddamn streets. 
Um, please, how about another guy? Because really, uh, how do I choose? How do I <laughs> choose? I understand. All right. Well, you spoke about you spoke about being banged up. Where can I ask you where whereabouts in the world you've been banged up before, and whereabouts are you currently? Be what now? Banged up? What do you mean? Like where, where have you prison. been arrested? Yeah. Yeah, we're oh, not talking about banged up as brothels here. Not yeah. brothels. Are you serious? I've been arrested twenty-one goddamn times in living countries. Um, country, right? That's what I wanted to know. Yes. Okay. So, number one, if you want to get arrested, uh, do not ever choose the Dominican Republic. I mean, I have been in jails, and I've been in jails and prisons, and nothing can possibly <laughs> compare to the Dominican Republic. Now, if you are a connoisseur of jail time, well, fuck yes. Go there. <laughs> go there. It's, like a fine, it's like the fine um, line of... But, but I want to... Let me tell you about my greatest fucking jail experience. And that was in uh, Puerta Vallarta, Mexico, in 1974. I was arrested for... I can't remember what... Really. Oh, I was selling jewelry. Yes, I was <laughs> without a license. Minor offense, uh, except they confiscated all of my, my uh, product. Anyway... Um, 14 people in a single fucking cell, oh. 20 by 20. We had to take turns sleeping on the floor. However, I never had more fun in my fucking life because, <laughs> wait, number one, no, hang on, the sergeant in charge of the jail is just five feet away from the cell, right? He's in the desk there doing his job. Everybody, it's like party fucking central. He had money, they were bringing in beer. They didn't bring in any fucking women. Uh, uh, I was in jail in Guatemala. They brought women in. Why? I had no money than God with me. Now, here's the interesting thing. In third world countries, they, they might shank you uh, for an offense. But you got some goddamn money in yourself. Not even the guards would dream of stealing it. I don't know why. Some sort of grace of God, as far as, but in Guatemala, um, my, my head of security, I was arrested, I was there for 40 some days in a Guatemalan prison. My head of security managed to get $10,000 in cash into my, into my cell. Fuck <laughs> me. Now listen, I don't speak, I didn't, at that time, I speak pretty good like Spanish now, at that time I didn't speak well enough to understand the goddamn television. I couldn't watch television. Couldn't even converse with people. No one spoke fucking English. So I just fucked women all day long. Um, and um, so, <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> the guards will bring you anything you fucking want. I, I never asked for a behead. I never asked for that. I, listen, maybe I don't know. Uh, I just asked for strawberries, <laughs> Big Macs, Big Macs. Fuck me. Uh, and, and listen, I had Big Macs for the whole goddamn prison. I, mean, I did. Ten thousand dollars would go a long way in a Guatemalan prison. Uh, I was sorry to leave. I when they finally listen. By the way, when they came to get me, I thought I was going to be killed. But they didn't. At six o'clock in the morning, I was rousted out of bed. Oh. By black suited fucking special forces with masks. I thought, fuck, they're going to shoot my ass. They took me out into the fucking corridors, and I know they're going to shoot me. But instead, they hustled me into a fucking SUV, 
hustled me off to the airport where three hours later I was back in America. That was some luck. Um, but yeah, that was a good experience. But you got to know what you're doing in Guatemala. Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, anywhere on the goddamn border. Get your ass arrested, you're going to have more fun than God. The last, well, I thought, I used to say it was America, but now I know for a fact, uh, Dominican Republic, very bottom. Number two from the bottom, America. Ain't no fun in the goddamn American jail. I've been there many. No, I'll tell you that. I, I've been to jail in America. It fucking sucks. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's like fucking sterility. It's sterile. It's like no fun whatsoever. It's cold. Isn't it right it's terrible. They keep it cold. Or is that, I'm is sorry? It, is it rife with drugs or is that uh, an urban myth? Is it what? Is it rife with drugs? The uh, Jails? Jail. Yeah. Not in the ones I was in. Not in fucking America. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> oh, that's weird, isn't it? Because that, that, that's what you like to believe. I don't know if it's weird it? or not. I'm just telling you my goddamn experience. No, no, me. no. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it at all. But, you know, it, when, when you watch these prison shows and stuff, you know, the, the dramas, it's all... That's what it is. It's all drugs and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't, know about, I don't watch. I don't fucking watch television. I don't know what's going on in television <laughs> shows or fantasies or imaginations. Here's the problem with these goddamn directors of these things. They've got no fucking experience. Right. They they watch another program and go, oh, that's reality. Let me make a fucking movie about it. No, I'm sorry, it isn't that way at all. It is not Damn. that fucking way. Now, Guatemala, like Game of Thrones. Yes, you can. You can get drugs in Guatemala, you can get drugs in Mexico. We were on Janice and I, and this is eight months ago, uh, we just got out of our Dominican Republic jail. I wasn't in long enough to find out if you could get drugs. I could, it was only four fucking days, that's all. By the way, horrific. No mattresses, no running goddamn water, no toilets, you shit in a fucking milk carton in the middle of the goddamn floor. Oh, uh, fucking mean, hell. It is not fun. A bit pungent. It is not funny. <laughs> so, they, uh, they threw a goddamn drunk into the cell. Who the first thing he did is knock over the cutoff fucking wall. Uh, well, let me tell you something. We we're all up against the goddamn wall for the next twenty hours. So no, uh, I would not. Uh, I just wouldn't recommend it. I really would no, not. You would advise not to get arrested in the Dominican Republic. Let's just say that. I wouldn't advise it. I would, unless, unless you're a connoisseur of jails. I mean, if you want to go, yeah, I want to experience the fucking worst. Well, listen, I've been arrested one time. Yeah, we are talking about well, tourists. I've been arrested. Tourists like that. <laughs> I've actually arrested been arrested. I've been arrested more than twenty-one times. I've spent twenty-one times in jail. Listen, Dominican Republic, bottom of the barrel. Next would be America. Don't ever get arrested in America. Yeah. Tops, Mexico. Fuck. Party, goddamn central. Belize. <laughs> Belize. I was arrested in Belize. Now. And I don't know what to say about that. I really don't. I was only in for a while, and <laughs> probably not. I mean, had I been in for more than a few days, I would have <laughs> probably expired. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Thank Mexico, you. fuck me. You want to get jail experience, people? Fly your ass to Mazatlan, Mexico City, Cancun. Get into a bar fight. You only do three, four, five <laughs> days max. And experience that shit. That's what jail is all about. 
So speaking of bar bar fights, you, you went on about bar fights. You, you had a bar called Studio Fifty Four. Is that correct? I had you one. had a yeah you you or you still have one in my uh, one of the two. You I had a bar you, down. You turned a, a an ex brothel into a, a bar Studio Fifty Four in in Belize. Well, I mean, listen, I, I, I've never told anybody that. How the fuck did you guys find out? But anyway, no. Um, the secret service. No, I'm not, I'm not commenting on that for, for a whole bunch of goddamn reasons. Um, and fuck you people for even mentioning it, all right? Is that the end of that? That's the end of that. If this is not goddamn clear, then I don't know how else to full make stop. it clear. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay, full right, stop right. on that one. Oh, he took a big drink of that one. Okay, next question. Yeah, I did. I mean, fuck James, you, uh, James, you want to ask Janice? Me? Why did you even schedule with these motherfuckers? Sorry, I'm just asking. Sorry, sorry. My apologies. I did not mean to have. Okay, that scratch that first. question off the list. We'll right, okay. that one away. We, we can. We, yeah. we, we can cut that out. Don't worry. No. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. James, I, well, I don't know got... where we can go now. James, come on, rescue us, please. Yeah, we're all, <coughs> sorry, John, we're all locked down here. We're all in our bunkers, our respective bunkers in Bangkok and wherever we are. And we're being told by governments that we should um, self-isolate, that we should be um, concerned about going outside. Is fear uh, the new virtue? And are, are people being told to be fearful? And is that uh, a way of controlling people? Is this a new thing? Well, I mean, I, I was told this is going to be a very light-hearted conversation. <laughs> of course, people fear. Fear is what motivates 99% mm. of, mm. of humanity. And the unknown. And, and what what does 99% of humanity consist of? Sheep. Sheep, mm. people. And sheep are fearful creatures. Uh, that 1% are the people who think and look objectively and make their own goddamn decisions, irrespective of what the government or authority or your teachers or even your fucking parents may tell you. Those are that 1% that look around and go, you know, my parents told me not to take drugs, but I swear to God, my first hit of heroin was like being kissed by God. And uh, my first hit of LSD showed me a mirror into my own fucking soul. And the person who introduced me to methamphetamines got me through college because I would not have passed had I not been able to stay up for nine days straight prior uh, to the exams. No, I mean, fuck me, people. I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you other than fear is the killer. I mean, yeah, listen, fear is the motivator, listen, yeah. I don't know if any of you have read uh, The Prince by Machiavelli. I have, yeah. Good man. So then you know for a fact that this motherfucker, who was not a, <laughs> not a stupid man by any stretch of the imagination, said the following, is it better to rule through love or through fear? And he went through an entire goddamn chapter explaining it, and in the end, it came out pretty goddamn clear 
You want to rule through fear? You want to rule through fear? And that's what governments are doing today. Not mm -hmm. just governments, <laughs> everybody. historical aspect, yeah, because I've been looking at history too, and it seems like history has been repeating itself quite a bit. When you're looking at how you know past civilizations have done things, why civilizations have fallen, it seems like it's coming in full circle today. Just don't learn. Oh, oh please, think, God. Uh, everything comes in full circle over and over and over and over and fucking over. Don't think the full circle begins or ends with your sorry lives. You are not that important. I hate to tell you that. Um, <laughs> no, you, you are simply part of John, the process. I, uh, I read this thing like when when you're talking about taking um, you know methamphetamine and stuff. I read this uh, <clears throat> this thing about you where you um, you took enough DMT that you ended up behind a garbage can, um, hearing voices telling you to constantly drink Coca Cola, and that you believe that you haven't come down from that trip. <laughs> Have, are, are you still coming down from that? The real thing. I would, I would like to, I would like to say right here and now. Um, Fuck you very much uh, for that <laughs> question. <laughs> All right, yes, 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 yes. How did you fucking find that shit? Well, that ain't published anywhere. I mean, I'm just curious, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I... Okay, here's what I fucking have. Coca-Cola's pretty good, but... <laughs> No, it wasn't just DMT. First of all, I had been on LSD for days. I just I liked LSD at the time. I was smoking more weed than you could fucking carry. Uh, had um, snorted enough methamphetamine to keep a horse awake for a month, and so on. And then I I, I overdosed massively. Here's what happened. If you listen, you guys know this. You take enough hallucinogenics and other drugs. Your sense of time has no goddamn meaning. So someone came over with this goddamn orange substance, which <laughs> did nothing for me. I thought it was at least, I didn't have a goddamn watch, seemed like 20 fucking minutes. Could have been five seconds. I don't goddamn know. So I took more. Nothing happened. I took more. Nothing happened. I took more. <laughs> then suddenly, and I was with... Uh, one, two, at least five fucking people around the round table. Suddenly, the table started spinning and going up into the air. All five of us climbed onto the table, and this DNA spiral took us up into the stratosphere when we were looking down at the Earth, a hundred miles below us, and all of us clutching each other, and then suddenly... The world, the universe, reality shattered into a million fucking pieces. A million. It's just like shattered. And suddenly I was there alone with the exception of this one woman. Her name was Chansey White. I'd actually been an ex-girlfriend of mine so 15 years earlier, I think. Anyway, she was there. And we were in my house listening to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And anyway, everything settled down and I went on with my life and, and um, many years later I was uh, 
I was in line at a bank and someone tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and I'm sitting back in that same fucking house in St. Louis, Missouri, still tripping. What? And I did this more times than I can fucking count. You almost lived a Lifetimes life. over and over and over. Now, during that first trip, <laughs> I don't have any clue what's real about that anymore. I really don't, people. I'm mm. sorry. It, it, it's, a, it's all a mystery to me. Yeah, but during quite, that first trip, I, I, what's that? I'm just saying it's like it's layers upon layers upon layers, what's true and what isn't, you know? You know but during that first trip, I do remember this, and people later on verified it, at least in my current lifetime. I keep looking over my shoulder going, if someone taps me on the shoulder, I'm going to shoot them in the head. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so during, during that, damn, I left by myself, <laughs> went downtown St. Louis. I was hiding behind garbage cans, literally, because the world, it seemed, was after me. Not just the world. God himself was after me. And for all the omnipotence of God, he could not actually see me. He had to hunt for me. And I think he found me at the back end of the alley. I ran out of the alley and into a bar. Now, as I entered the bar, keep in mind, <laughs> I'm a man who is stark, raving mad by this time. I'm sure my eyes were as big as fucking dinner plates. I'm looking ragged. You know, I walk into the bar, everybody turns and looks at me. Well, who wouldn't? Let's think about it, okay? From, from this perspective, so there was a telephone booth. Now, you guys don't remember. You don't even have goddamn public telephones anymore. Probably. Anyway, there was a telephone right inside to the left. So I go, oh my fuck, they recognize me. I want to pretend. So I, I turn, got the telephone book, which you guys have probably never seen, the fucking telephone book. Nevertheless, I looked at it, and it was no longer in alphabetical order. It started with the Qs, and then went to the Rs, and then the Bs, and then the Js. <laughs> so I knew from that, God has found me. And from that point, I don't know what's real anymore, people. I wish I did. <laughs> See, what happened is, is when the world reality shattered as we were on top of that table, a hundred miles above Earth, I have never managed to put it back together again. And even today, people out. I'm not entirely sure what's real. I really don't have a fucking clue. Mm -hmm. I wish I, I wish I did. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been I, thinking I a lot about this. Touch up, I kind of wanted to touch up on this because uh, coming back down, like, you know, and thinking about it, I visited your website, who is com, and I read an article about uh, how you practice uh, hum humility, as you would say, kind of breaking yourself down into uh, like a shattering the ego is what it was mm -hmm. and you would kind of get into these different personalities and go out on the street and try different personalities to see how you can you know fit <laughs> these you know. Were not, how these does were that not, work can you explain that these were not different personalities they weren't at all i purposely and this is that <laughs> this is after i <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank 
I would go out multiple times a year to various cities. The last time that I can remember was in <coughs> the fucking name, some city on the coast in Santa Monica, in California. And I was panhandling. What I would do, I would go into the city, I'd go into the, um, uh, the shops that sold used clothes. I would buy, in Santa Monica, I bought a ragged old uh, full <laughs> length uh, coat, a hat, uh, some ragged clothes, put them on. And this is about 9 o'clock at night, and I sat in the alcove of a closed jewelry store. I had, I got a, a cardboard box, and on the front I wrote, broke and stupid. And in front of that I put five $100 bills. And I just sat there asking, asking for spare change. I mean, at that night, uh, the things I got were a couple of women came by, put a dollar in my box and said, don't spend it all on booze. I go, I won't, ma'am, thank you. Yeah, I got maybe, I don't know, $15. And then a, a Porsche pulled up halfway down the block, a black Porsche, brand new, at least $150,000 car. Man got out dressed to the fucking hilt, rings, Rolex watch. By the way, if you see a Rolex watch, that bastard is not rich. He's just a one. She's got a, a half million dollars and he's trying to pretend. No, rich people wear <laughs> white gold uh, Harry Winston. It look like they're worth $5, but cost a million. No. So anyway, I recognized the was And the other side, a woman got out with her diamond fucking necklace. <laughs> so, as they walked by, I said, can you spare some change? And the man goes, no, I don't have any money. And so, I picked up one of the $100 bills that was in front of my box, and I handed it and said, here then. Now, the man just stopped and looked. The woman took the fucking $100 bill. Put it in a goddamn purse. I swear to Christ. And the man, but the man goes, "What's so? What's happening here?" I go, "Well, I mean, you said you didn't have any money. I mean, so here I felt sorry for you." No, goes, "No, what's happening?" So we actually had a real conversation, and I said, "Well, what's happening is I, I'm, I'm broken, stupid, as it says here on my box. I asked for help." I asked for help. You refused to give it. Now, so the man goes, um, but wait a minute, we give, we give hundreds of thousands to the United Way every year. I go, well, they, they didn't give any of that to me. <laughs> so anyway, we kept on going until the woman started crying. So the woman finally says, can we have another chance? Go, of course, everybody gets a second chance. They walked back to their Porsche, that black, gleaming Porsche came back. I said, can you spare some change? <laughs> <laughs> the woman gave me a dollar bill plus the hundred that she had taken. <laughs> and um, I mean, shit like that would happen to me. You know, why did I do that? Because I am the most 
egotistical motherfucker on this goddamn planet. And if I do not humiliate myself, humble myself, well then <laughs> I get out of control. That's and good. So, That's, I, I like that. Advice for, for, like that. for people. And I think, I think a few young men would do well to know that right now. Mm. John, have you, have you ever met um, awesome. Hunter S. Thompson? Who? Have you ever met Hunter S. Thompson? I did, yes. Fuck me, I lived in Colorado. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. we, we've got five uh, minutes left on the call, by the way, John. We're on a free... Uh, if, if this runs out, can we, can we, can we open a new one? Um, or do you have no, to... No, we can't. We can't, unfortunately. I have, I have another. Five However, minutes left, then. Five-minute countdown. However, if you, can, if you can work with Janice, my wife, at the Mrs. McAfee, or Mrs. McAfee at gmail.com, yeah. uh, tell her I specifically said I would be willing to talk to you motherfuckers for another oh, few well, minutes. Lovely. I'm sure she hey. will work something out. <laughs> well, another day, though. He, uh, he, he ran for mayor, didn't he? Uh, he did, absolutely. That was a crazy motherfucker. Not quite as crazy as me, but um, <laughs> yes, fuck me. I mean, he, he had a gunfight with his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> now in Colorado, that's that's not that unusual. I'd like to tell you now, it's, it's, it's a fairly common occurrence. Nevertheless, he he did it. It was a daily um, schedule. That yeah, have you, have you ever destroyed? Yeah, I was going to get that. Uh, let, yeah. let me tell you. Let me tell you what what intrigued me about Hunter Thompson. Right. It's his fear and loathing in Las Vegas mm -hmm. in the final pages after all of the shit had gone down he was he said in a few paragraphs I, I wish I could repeat it word for word I cannot he said if you if you look west now he was in Las Vegas at the time west is what Arizona California if you look west with the right kind of eyes you can see where that wave of hope that began in 69 with the hippies, with the psychedelics, with LSD, with the beauty of the human soul. You can see where that wave crested, collapsed, and receded, and receded into nothing. Now, fuck me. Do you understand? I lived. I lived that way through. I lived through the sixties, the most beautiful, loving, and, and profound time of my life. I'm seventy-four, and so I can't speak for all of human history. But it was full of love, acceptance, freedom, sex, joy passion and at the end of the 60s it did in fact die because the system in which it had germinated refused to let it live mm. and there's, no, there's no chance of that coming yeah. back do you think war on drugs basically won't it? <laughs> well if while I'm still alive, <laughs> there is a chance. <laughs> cheers, John. Yeah, cheers, John. Attorney, yeah. cheers. Advise you to drink. John. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. All right. Really appreciate it. Um, if you'd told me All right. a, few, a few months ago that I would be speaking to John McAfee, I would have said, 
I'll just have to, well, I'll, right. I am listen, listen, guys, I've got to run. I've got to run. We're over time. Uh, However, contact Janice. I, you guys have been working with her. You know who the fuck yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a heart. Uh, tell her that I said I will do this again with you. Okay? Awesome. John, thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you so it. much, John. Got to run. Yes, buddy. Bye-bye. 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 John. You know, I, I think he... He, he's he's probably still coming down from that high, you know, in, in some respects. So I, th- I think he did kind of answer my question. Yeah, I thought that was a great... I really wanted to go into simulation theory then, but I just didn't dare. Like, I didn't know if you guys would want me to, but I wanted to go into God well, simulation theory then. Well, um, Might the too- thing that really surprises me actually reflecting upon, you know, this podcast is he actually reminds me a little bit about you know, a little bit of each and every one of us. Like he's 74 years old, right? But he has the spirit of a 40-year-old or of a 30-year-old, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like when I live, like I'm 30, but I'm living like I'm drinking and, you know, I'm smoking like I'm, like I'm 18 or 19. So which parts you know of us I mean? has he got? I reckon he's got like the, uh, the humor of Mike, the, um, the, the wordplay of James, the uh, drinking the mind, ability, the, mind, the drinking ability of jobs. the mindful of youth, the mindful of youth. <laughs> you know what I mean, like and, and the breasts you, of Paul. You, you, you think you're young, but are you really young? No, but you can still mm-hmm. be young if you want. To. I think the guy is uh, the guy is clearly cheating death. <laughs> he's he's, he's so, ever he's evergreen. Yeah, isn't he's he? done so many so many drugs and stuff. And if if you've seen um, or if if you've looked at the you know the cover of the book or. Um, you know, publications of him like when he's in Belize and he's standing there not, not so long ago you know he's standing there with a couple of guns and he's I mean he's, he's in good physical shape as well you know for a man at that time was probably 70 you know uh, so he's, he's cheated death in some ways he's, he's reclaiming his youth